Yo, what up, everybody? Today is uh, 12 21. Oh my god, my fucking ear. Excuse the fucking terrible intro, but my right ear is shut off. I did not realize that till I started talking. So, this podcast may or may not go short because fucking I can't hear right. I'm screaming at the fucking telephone. Oh my god, what is going on here? Um, but goddamn. Anyways, I'm stuck behind an Uber, dropping off like six people to a bar. Um, I'm out here in Pomona. Today was night one of the December decimation little festival in Pomona, which featured. Uh, Ace of Spades. I don't know what fucking band played first. They were eh, followed up by So This Is Suffering, which was the homies band, which I didn't know that, but they were playing all right too. They're your typical deathcore. Uh, followed up by My Children, My Bride. Uh, another metalcore-ish band that I've ignored through the years and I'm going to continue to ignore because they didn't really sell me on anything special. Followed up by Carnifex. Uh, Carnifex I've now seen like three or four times and each time I'm left with the same feeling. Like I kind of want to get into them but I kind of don't. Uh, Too much time has passed for me to get into them. And they don't play with any bands that I necessarily like or care about, so I don't really see them. But either way, they were all right. And then to round it out was Bleeding Through and the Return to the Glass House, which, oddly enough, is my one and only crutch. In It's not my one and only crutch, but it's... It's right up there. It's up there. Uh, yeah. Night one of uh, the December Decimation Tour and, or festival. Little jig. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, tomorrow's Winds of Plague. But I'll get to their, I'll get to their rundown after, uh, after I see it tomorrow night. But anyways, I'm here to talk about night one. Uh, it's fresh off my, this shit just ended like 10 minutes ago and I just hopped in my car. And as you can tell, I was leaving to get out of this bitch, and here I am. Anyways, uh, so I did the meet and greet, which was actually not that really, it wasn't really worth it. Uh, they gave me a poster, and I got to meet the band, shake everybody's hands, but it wasn't. The last time they did a meet and greet on their farewell, which was bleeding through, uh, they did like a three-song warm-up. Uh, we took pictures, we got lanyards, we got all, we got the works, and then fucking, it was our film world tour, so we, everybody got a, like a personal picture, this one, it wasn't, it wasn't, I mean, I don't want to say it wasn't worth it, but it kind of wasn't, and it didn't seem like anybody really even did the meet and greet, there was only a handful of people, anyways, uh, the show overall, if it wasn't for bleeding through the show overall, it would have been lackluster. Like, 
the three bands I played up front were just only alright. Um, Carnifex is good. I, the thing about, to me about Carnifex is they're over the top, like, over the top, and they're, they're stuck in this death fucking metal. And really, they are kind of embody that. Uh, probably, like, they're one of the only bands that I can think that actually play a more deathish metal core. But Carnifex has breakdowns in their songs, so they're kind of, they roam around the metalcore genre, because they're not strictly death metal. Um, and I think the thing that saves them, for me, from being just a random-ass band that can't get past the Black Dahlia Murder or some of these other big bands like Whitechapel, is they do covers. And tonight they played uh, Head Like a Hole, which is a Nine Inch Nails cover, which I actually really like, because I actually like Nine Inch Nails. Um, their older stuff, Downward Spiral in, in Less or Below. I don't fuck with shit after Downward Spiral. Because um, uh, trending further down the spiral, whatever the fucking... I mean, that was like... They had to live up to the hype and didn't do it. But that's a, that, that's a 9-inch nail debate for another day. Trending further downward or whatever. Um, didn't cut it for me. But they played the head like a hole, and that was, to me, that's kind of, it was kind of hip, because, like, who covers that song? That's any good. Nobody. Like, nobody covers Marilyn Manson's songs, because it doesn't make any sense for a death core, death, death fucking metal band to cover. But it, it makes sense for Carnifix, randomly. Um, they play the song that I... The two songs that I know, uh, Light in My Face, uh, and Hell Chose Me. Those two songs, they're older for them, and those two songs fucking save them, too. Like, if anybody knows Hell Chose Me, that, like, the ending breakdown in it is fucking righteous. And the, the lyrics to the end of it is fucking golden, man. Fucking golden. Uh, anybody, uh, Carnifex, you should go and Spotify the fuck out that song, Hell Chose Me, because they, end, they ended with it tonight, uh, that song is fucking perfect, it's fucking, if they could repeat that, like, a hundred more times, and they, surprisingly, I don't know why they don't, if they could just repeat that song, they could, they could totally bring death fucking metal to my ears, but they don't repeat it. Um, Light in My Face is another one, like, I think everybody knows that one, if you know Carnifex, you know that one, that song is fucking good too. Now, I wanted them to play the Heretic Anthem, because I was like, fuck, man, like, I hope they, if they play a cover song, I hope that's the one they play, because I just recently found out that they covered Raining Blood by Slayer, and I was like, oh, that's kind of, I didn't know that. Uh, Spotify is a hell of a drug, you know, cocaine is a hell of a drug, Spotify is one hell of a drug, because you, you can have access to all these bands' music that you didn't know, that you didn't care to listen to over the years, and then it's just at your fingertips, like, you just fucking, Spotify, you type in the search, Carnifex, 
fucking go to their albums and you're like, hey, look, like, let me pick a song, see, this, this is a cool, uh, title of a song, let me click it and see if it, if the music matches the fucking cool-ass title track, the title of the track, that, honestly, that's what I do sometimes, if I don't know, like, who a band is, I go to fucking Spotify and I'll type in, like, like, I did this recently, I did that to, uh, Slaughter to Prevail, I went to Slaughter to Prevail's Spotify and, like, I just, and their top five, I think I was like, oh, okay, let me pick the first song, it was, oddly enough, it was called Hell, or whatever, and I was like, oh, well, if you're gonna name a title track, or if your top song is gonna be called Hell, or 666, or Slow Death, or, or Strang- Stranglehold, or something like that, or Sleeper Hold, like, some cool-ass title to a song, and you click it, and it's fucking shit, then you're automatically just uh, fucking throwing your throwing your band away. But if I click it and it's fucking fire, then I'm fucking with your band. I might listen to the song. I might actually like find which album it's off and click around a few more songs. And then if it's really good, I might actually like, oh shit, like okay, who is this man? Let me get into him a little bit. Let me throw on the whole album, you know, song by song. See what see what happens. See how I feel. And that's how I do it. And that's how I came across. Because I was listening to Hell Chose Me, the deluxe edition or whatever fucking edition is on Spotify right now. And it's, it has a cover to Raining Blood. And I listened to that earlier, no, or yesterday, I forgot what day. And I was like, wow, I wonder if they were going to play that. That would be kind of cool. But they didn't play uh, Raining Blood and they didn't play uh, the Heretic Anthem. They played Head Like a Hole, which is cool. Which was totally cool, because I like, like I said, I like Nine Inch Nails, and Carnifex is what they are, and they played really well. They have, they tickle Carnifex, even though I'm not into them, per se, they tickle my, my fucking Satan funny bone, or it's like they're over the top, like fucking, like, 666, and fucking hell, and fucking Satan. Upside down crosses and pentagrams and shit. They actually do all that bullshit, and that's kind of cool. Uh, in my younger days, I was totally rebellious to the fucking of the one Messiah known as Jesus Christ and fucking God and the, the Holy Trinity. Fucking totally against it. I still to this day very much am because of the falsities to it. Uh, and I consider another podcast basically you throw away the whole fucking bible if you just walk into a fucking museum and look at a dinosaur bones you just throw that whole motherfucker in the trash and if you just look out in the outer space you can throw the whole fucking bible in the trash you throw the whole fucking book away uh literally everything in it is fucking pointless no actually it's a good story maybe you don't throw it away but you should throw it away as fucking a governing law but again that's topic for another day. Carnifex would play solid, man. Like, I don't think there was a boring song. Maybe I'll get into Carnifex now, as I've seen them now in succession, seemingly in the last year, seen them not twice. Maybe they're, maybe they're coming around to the more hardcore side of things now, and hopping off the fucking straight deathcore shit that they've always been on. 
But who knows? Uh, I give them a solid, like, an 8 out of 10. They played a short set, which I thought they were going to play longer, which I don't know why they didn't play longer. Seemingly, I thought they were going to play, like, for an hour. And they only played for, like, 30 minutes or less somehow. I don't know. I don't know how long their set was. It didn't seem that long. Uh, but they played tremendous. I, I, I give them that. And then the band that I went to go see and the band that I got a lot of history with in at that particular venue at the Glass House in Pomona is uh, Bleeding Turn. Um, 25, maybe 30% of my injuries has been Bleeding Through related. Um, concussions, fucking broken noses, fucking hitting and hitting the head. I don't know. And 20, 25% of the main, 30% maybe of the major injuries has been at the hands of that band bleeding through. And has been at that exact location in Pomona, like nowhere else. I don't know why Pomona at the glass houses I'm susceptible to fucking getting the shit fucking kicked out of me there don't know why probably never will know why but that's neither here nor there I obviously made it out alive tonight which I'm totally grateful for uh, I don't need I don't need any medical issues. I actually am coming out of medical trauma right now. Uh, let me let me rewind the track to Wednesday morning before I continue to explain this night. So Wednesday morning, um, I woke up to go to work. Totally fine. Totally fucking like. Like I'm gonna fuck. I got, knew I was gonna get a lot accomplished because I got a lot accomplished on Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday we hit it hard, man. Well, actually, yeah, we hit it hard. But Wednesday afternoon, about two o'clock, I had to go to the bathroom. Fucking, I was like, oh damn, I got to go take a shit. I had to go to the bathroom. I had to go to the bathroom because my stomach was gurgling, and it wasn't the gurgling like. It was bubbling, like, like, I was like, man, like, if I ate some salsa or some shit, or if you had, I don't know, cereal, Cheerios, like, at five in the morning, you're running late to work, and you've got to get to work now, because your stomach is fucking bubbling, kind of, like, I had to go back, so I go, and I run to the nearest porta potty at work, and I fucking sit down, and it's like, and just like that, like, the shit just fucking came out. Like, no texture, no fucking, there's basically fucking, like, somebody turned on the shower. Or the, you know, the bathtub water. And I was like, oh, I felt relief. And I wiped up, picked up my pants, drove back to the job, which was, that was like a block or two away from the porta potty. And I was like, okay, I'm 
fucking fine. Like, well, nothing, anything, nothing of it. Fifteen minutes later, I fucking felt the same sensation again, like fucking rumbling in my stomach. Like, I was like, wow, like maybe I didn't shit all the shit that had to come out. Maybe. So, about five minutes passed by, and I was like, fuck, I really can't hold it again. Like, I would run to the fucking bathroom again. Run to the bathroom again. Fucking shit in the exact same, like, literally, like, deja vu. Get to the porta potty, pull down my pants, and fucking, like, it's just, like, fucking, like, if you just fucking poured out, like, a gallon of water. And, again, I wiped up, picked up my pants, and went back to the job. But this time, I had, like, a mini headache. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't know. Like, that, that turd fucking drained me of my energy. Anyways, uh, call it a day at about 3.15. Head to where my base of operations is in Ontario. And by the time I get there, I'm fucking dying. I'm, like, fucking dying. Um, it's basically... I'm fucking dying. I feel like shit. I fucking have to take a shit. And... I can barely... I'm barely thinking about getting home. It's, like, fucking totally... Fucking... I'm like, man, like... Like, I need to, like, get home quickly because I need to fucking shit. So, I jam home, get home, and I'm like, fuck, I don't feel good. So, as is the code, I drink some water, I eat a little bit of food, and I relax, thinking it's gonna fucking pass, and the very first thing, I fucking sit down, I'm like, oh, I have to shit. And I go fucking shit. It's mine's just like five o'clock. Or 5.30, maybe 6. Somewhere in that time frame. Probably 5.30. Um, I shit, and again, fucking... But it's a little bit... There's not much in my stomach at that point, so it's a little bit less. Just a quick... Okay, so I wipe up. And then from that point on, every hour and a half to two hours, on the fucking dot, my fucking bowels... You're fucking, like, you're not fucking doing shit by sitting in the bathroom. And I literally, all day Thursday, it went from Wednesday night, like I said, it was like 5.30, then it was 7.30, it was 9.30, 30, 11.30, uh, 1.30, 3.30, all, the, all through the day Thursday, all through the night, Thursday night, to this morning, Friday morning at 5.30 a.m., I finally felt like I reached the peak. Like, Friday morning at 5.30 a.m., I took, and it actually felt like if I shit out the stomach, I think I had a stomach flu. I felt like I shit out the fucking little virus that was in my fucking asshole. And I don't want to get into too much detail, but I mean, like, I literally, like, my stomach was, I don't know if anybody's ever had a stomach flu or some bullshit like that, 
or food poisoning, but you can totally tell when that shit's out of you. And, like, I didn't think it was going to get out of me. Like, Thursday, I was like, fuck, man. Like, I didn't go to work Thursday because it was so bad. Like, I, I called off. Like, I was like, fuck, I can't even fucking move. And everybody was like, dude, just send your guys. I'm like, dude, I can't. Like, they got no... Can't just send them like that. They need diesel. They need fucking a little bit of guidance. And I, I seen as I couldn't get... I couldn't even fucking get out of my house without fucking having to shit. Like, nothing was going to get done. But that's besides the point. This morning, uh, Friday at about 5.30, uh, I got up and... I, like I said, I felt like it fucking, like it passed. Like, the shit at 5.30 in the morning was like... I didn't have that vice grip pain in my stomach or in my, like, asshole that that pain kind of causes. I don't know what it is, but it passed, and then I was like, okay, well, let me run over to what I got to get. I got to get my guys working today, so I went to go get them started up, and I just ran back home, and I I had actually been researching because I was like, well, maybe I'll do something because I've been I have been drinking Pepto Bismol and fucking all kinds of bullshit, Theraflu, all kinds of bullshit to try to fucking knock that shit out. Cause I don't want to be sick forever, you know. As in my eyes, as soon as I get a little tingle of a fucking sore throat, I'm fucking shoving uh, Ricolas in my Ricolas and fucking uh, those fucking little um, sore throat candy things that you get. Uh, I got those posted up in my car, and I'm like, okay. As soon as you get a little tingle, I'm fucking sipping on some Robitussin like real quick, cause Motherfuckers, if you get a sore throat, that automatically, and if you don't kill it, you don't take a little vitamin C, you don't kill that motherfucker immediately, you just fucking, you just, you're just asking for it to get fucked up. After so many years of fucking ignoring that shit, I finally, as soon as I get a little fucking thing, I, I kill it. I try to anyways. Like this thing that I had in my stomach, uh, as soon as I got home, I fucking was trying to kill shit. Like I was totally trying to kill it. And, uh, like, I have been all day Thursday, or actually Wednesday night, I took some, took some Advil, and I was trying to fucking kill it, like, I didn't know what was wrong with me, but I, I wasn't, I wasn't, like, vomiting, I wasn't, I didn't have a fever, I didn't have, you know, chills, I didn't have, all I was doing was I was fucking running in the bathroom every, like, hour and a half, like, shitting water, basically, was all that was coming out of me, my own. My mom was like, yo, you're going you're gonna to be dehydrated, drink a lot of water. So I would drink water, like a whole cup of water, and it would just fucking, like an hour later, and fucking, that cup of water would just come right out of my fucking asshole. And I wasn't even peeing, that was a whole other thing, like, like the water was completely skipping my dick. Like, I was like, yo, my dick was like, yo, we want to pee too, like, your asshole's taking all the water, I don't know. But anyways, so this morning, like I said, at 5.30, like I, I went, uh, I got my guy started up, I came back home, it was like 7.30, I stopped at the store, grabbed me uh, a couple of bananas and some bread to make some toast, because allegedly there's this diet called the brat diet, when you're fucking fucked up with uh, stomach flu or got like diarrhea or some bullshit, upset stomach or food poisoning, that's what you eat is fucking... Bananas, rice, applesauce, and toast. Or brat for short. 
And bananas and toaster. I eat that shit all day. I love bananas. Matter of fact, I will look at you in your eye. And I will fucking peel a banana. And I will fucking deep throat that bitch. And I will make you watch me eat a a whole banana in front of you. Um, No homo. But I will fucking do it. I don't give a fuck. Uh, Bananas are good. If if y'all can't handle a a grown man eating a banana in front of you, you you got more issues than I do. Than me enjoying you watching me with fucking coward eyes deep throating a banana, biting it off, and fucking eating it. If you can't handle that, but you go out, you go around jerking off the fucking uh, deep throat black cock porn, then you got issues, bro. Anyways, that was this morning. Fucking ain't. And, and this morning, I think I've only taken like three shits. Now, in between, from like Wednesday afternoon to this morning, I probably took like 40 shits. Like, it was a lot of shit. And I actually have to shit now because I haven't shit since, like, uh, probably since, like, three. So it's been, like, eight hours. And now, like, I can totally feel like I have to shit. Even though I didn't eat anything. I've just been drinking water. Uh, but I think, I think, feel that's okay because my asshole was, like, raw. Like, I was literally not fucking wiping my I was just patting my ass. Because, yeah, but that was I was in serious jeopardy of not coming to this show. Because if I, how could I come to a show if I had to fucking shit every hour and fucking be moshing? And... But my stomach ship shaped up at about like I said in the morning. Like it was, I ate pieces of toast. I took one shit, and then the toast really, actually the toast really calmed my stomach down. Like it got fiber, and I don't know, motherfuckers like. I don't know how fiber works or those carbs, how they work. They just fucking coagulate and they created a fucking ball. Like an impenetrable ball of fucking mass that is just not, is not as easy to biodegrade as like, oh shit, these motherfuckers fucked up over here. I'm getting off the freeway and there's like a four car accident. I don't know what happened, but they are fucked up. Right here on the corner of Bayside and the 15 freeway, holy shit. Wow, there's fucking, there's not bodies everywhere, but there's fucking car parts everywhere. Jeez, I fucking 11, that's fuck, and it's cold, man, it's 57 degrees out right now. It's probably like 50, because I was going kind of fast in the freeway. But, as I said, uh, bleeding through. Now, I came to this show at about 50% strength. Maybe 60, because I'm, uh, I fucking, like I said, I just was, like, totally fucked up for, like, the last couple of days, and I was in serious fucking jeopardy of not fucking just, I was just going to stand on the sidelines, man, I was thinking about it, but my stomach shaked up, I got a die-hard heart, um, I'm loyal to that fucking band, they're my band. I got fucking tattoos. The most meaningful tattoos of that band that you could possibly imagine. If anybody that knows that band and sees my tattoos immediately knows that that's them. Um, there's no denying that. 
could never deny it anymore. My loyalty to that man. But that, anyways, Bleeding Through kicked off. Um, yeah, Bleeding, the, the only song that they played that I haven't heard them play was Cold World off their new shit. Uh, that was like the only song that everything else is you've heard. Well, they brought back Savior Saint Salvation, which was a treat because I haven't heard that song in ages. Um, and that's such a fucking lover song, man. Like, I don't want to get emotional or anything, but as much as that band and as much as I fucking got it in my head that that band is the most fucking like that band is that band is two bands and i don't i mean i could decide dissect bleeding through like over and over like you can't just dissect them they're two bands you've mashed into one band into a whole they might be three bands into one band who knows what the fuck they are they're but it, it blends together so well on the one side on the one side they had the most hateful fucking lyrics that I could possibly ever imagine. Uh, I had this conversation a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Every time I go through a breakup or I get hurt in that way, if somebody tramples on my fucking feelings or my heart or some bullshit, and it happens, man. I mean, I'm 33. I fucking, I think I fucking have fucking experienced every form of fucking heartache that you could possibly imagine. I'd like to think that I know every fucking form of heartache, and I'm pretty sure I don't, but it's in heartache in the realm of love, probably. Um, I've been fucked over, lied, cheated on fucking ghosted, fucking, you know, it was not reciprocal, whatever, whatever you young kids cry about these days, I've felt all of it, and probably all of it, plus each and every form of it, multiple times, Um, but the lyrics, you get two forms of the lyrics, man, like, the lyrics I have tattooed on my body, you know, it's fuck you forever, you know? Fuck you forever, you fucking bitch. Like, if that's how you fucking feel about me, well, then fine. Fuck you forever. You just stay the fuck out of my life. Like, I don't fucking need you. You know? Um, fuck off. Fuck out of here, you fucking bitch. You know, and I actually think there is a song where he actually says fucking bitch. Uh, number seven with the bullet, as a matter of fact, which is another classic that I would like them to bring back into rotation at one of these junctures. Um, yeah, there's that, there's that aspect to it. You know, you're the angel with the perfect wings that'll fucking break. You know, there's multiple multiple instances of the most hateful fucking lyrics that you could possibly write 
personally to a person that I've ever, you know, some of this, some of this shit, I personally wanted to fucking tell certain people, you know, that I never had the chance to, you know, when you break up with somebody, the last thing you want to do is fucking sit down and talk to them and fucking tell them bullshit like that, you know, you don't, you don't get the opportunity because most people don't want to fucking deal with it, that drama, and you get stuck feeling that way, like, you know, fuck you, you bitch, fucking slimy fucking whore, you know, fucking society's whore, you know, and it's just, it's just what it is, you know, there's, there's, they, there's that aspect to it, I don't know how else to say, there's that aspect to it, like, that band has those lyrics, they've had lyrics like that, they leaning through constantly as fucking the most hateful lyrics that I've ever fucking heard. Some of the most hateful lyrics. I mean, the case strain has even more hateful lyrics, but the case strain lacks in one critical area that bleeding through doesn't. Bleeding through has some of the most They have some of the most fucking, and I don't even know how to fucking say it, man. Maybe emo lyrics. Maybe the most fucking heartfelt lyrics. You know, like I guess I'm not gonna get emotion or anything, but there's got, they got some lyrics that fucking, they touch you a certain way if you actually pay attention and if you can get into it. And if you can vibe with it, they have lyrics that fucking hit you and right in the fucking feels. Um, and that goes all the way back. Savior Saint Salvation is one of those songs. Uh, hits you right in the fucking gut, man. They got songs like um, On Wings of Lead. It hits you right in the fucking gut. If you're actually fucking paying attention to the lyrics, hit you right in the fucking gut, man. Kill to Believe is one of those songs, even though it's a more thrash song, if you actually listen to the little chorus in it, it hits you right in the fucking gut. It's fucking sad. Uh, shit, there's, you know, Sister Charlatan. Sister Charlatan to me is Savior Saint Salvation Part Due. And I actually think it's actually the better of the two songs. Um, but that one too. They played all those songs. This, you know, it's designed to get you to feel something. I mean, what the fuck are you making music for if you're not getting the people a little bit hyped about one thing or the other? You know, if you don't fucking have a fucking point to your fucking songs and you're just out there fucking doing nothing and just making fucking a beat, then your shit is pointless. 
I mean, obviously that shit sells, but I mean, you know, it's kind of pointless. Um, but yeah, Bleeding Through played fucking extremely well. Uh, it's a little, it's a little bit kind of like, I, I kind of, I keep forgetting that that band is like two bands or three bands into one. And most of the time, that band is absolutely fucking, every time I go see them at the glass house, it's, it's an absolute fucking slobber knocker. You know, my WWE reference. It's a fucking... It's a fucking... Donnybrook fucking... It's just straight mayhem. And tonight was no different, even though I was only at 60%. Per- I still went out there and fucking... Had to my business. Uh, Mama didn't write no bitch. Uh, like I said, I'm loyal to the fucking band. Probably to the day I die. Um, or until the day they stop playing music and I'm only stuck listening to them on Spotify or wherever else that I can find them, YouTube. That band is just going to be by my, attached to me by the hip, you know, forever. And it's actually a good, it's a good little home for me. Uh, it's what separates them, I think, from most metalcore bands because they actually do they actually have singing parts in their songs. Uh, you know, they open up with the uh, darkness of feeling I know. And I actually like that they open up with that song. I think they've been missing that for some time. You know, an intro that is more them and not just the soundbite. Even though they relied heavily on fucking the boondocks. The boondocks saying fucking intro for the longest. And that was a good intro, too. But this intro is a little bit more them, and it's a little bit more... It's a little bit more... Like, I don't know how else to explain it. Like, it gives you a chance to see the band. Gives you a chance. It's like, the song is only a minute and ten seconds long. But it gives you a chance to get into the band and get you right into the headspace before uh, Set Me Free kicks off, which is, I think, an actual, just like, an intro to Set Me Free. And it puts, I think it puts the crowd right in the right space. Like, you, you have a chance to open the pit up. You have a chance to get situated for a brief moment, and then it's just fucking war. That's all it is. It's just fucking war at that point. But, yeah, my voice is toasted. And I got to go back tomorrow night to go see Winds of Plague and fucking, fucking Spite. I'm actually stoked to see because there's a lot of hype around Spite. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me finish up on Bleeding Through. Bleeding Through fucking played fantastic, man. Uh, shout out to the fucking Fontana family that rolled out tonight. I don't know where all, where all you guys were at, but... Uh, I was surrounded by the narcissist or uh, Adrian or Craze or however the fuck you know him, uh, as well as uh, Jonathan or Casmo or however the fuck you know him, and Joe. Uh, I haven't seen Joe in a cool minute, and I haven't seen Alex in a cool minute. And there's a bunch of motherfuckers that I haven't seen in a cool minute. 
and everybody was there pretty much having a fucking blast. That wasn't alone. Finally, it was, a, it was a cool minute that I had been to a show where I was not, like, totally by my fucking self. Uh, you know, kind of, I kind of thank God that I wasn't by myself. Fucking, I'm, I don't get nervous going by myself because I can't handle myself, but it's better to roll around with a person or two. They really fucking, at least you have somebody to like, like a tag team match. You fucking like, okay, your turn. Go over there and fuck some shit up. I'll watch out for you while I catch a fucking 30 second break. And then, you know, fucking tag, you're in. Or let's wait to the next song. Or let's take a breather during this song. And fucking tag, let's go in. Like, you tag team that shit. Uh, just like they do in wrestling. Fucking like, bam, fucking you're in. Go for it. If you're out there as a solo act against fucking 50 other fuckers trying to fucking pound your shit. It's a little bit daunting. But it's not not doable. I do it all the, t- the fucking time. Uh, but bleeding through fucking played a hell of a set. Uh, I th- again, I think they played... They said 16 songs. They didn't seem like 16 songs. Uh, they played their shit fucking fast. If that's the case. It's all over my Snapchat, but... If anybody knows... And I don't really care about spamming the Snapchat feed because... Y'all don't know what the fuck I'm doing with it. I fucking saved the Snapchat feed and then I posted to YouTube. Like, I'll fucking post it hopefully tomorrow or Sunday. And I know y'all motherfuckers sit there and record the whole song. But I'm not going to record the whole song. Like, I actually want to fucking... I record pieces of song. And I record pieces of the shit I was doing. Moshing or fucking up at the front or whatever, moving around. Um... I like the first person's perspective of first person shooter perspective of my fucking concert adventures and I fucking post it to YouTube for like a cheap some cheap views, but more for me. Uh so I can have some recollection of the fucking shows I've been to. Which Snapchat wasn't around in my youth because I would have fucking I would have some gnarly ass videos of some older shows if that was the case. Like if this shit was around when I was in high school and I can fucking go on Snapchat and fucking show. Oh, man. There is so much shit that happened at some shows that I went to. Fucking fights. Fucking everything. Uh, that is just... It's only in my head. And whatever I can fucking remember of it. It's only in my head. Uh, but I use the social media. It's a fucking tool. Uh, so I don't give a fuck about spamming the goddamn feed. Uh, my goal is for y'all to not fucking pay attention to it anyways. Like, I do it a lot. <laughs> I do it at my fucking shows, and I do it when I go fucking traveling around. I prefer to do it for some family functions, but I can't trust you motherfuckers out there uh, in internet land to fucking keep out my business. So I try to keep my family shit off the internet as much as I can. I mean, I do post pictures of my nephews and nieces and some family. But some of y'all motherfuckers are, uh, are a little bit too creepy, a little bit too intrusive in the life. Um, but I can, I'm a big boy. I can handle myself. But either way, um, Bleeding Through fucking play fantastic. I give them like a nine and a half out of ten. I think the only drawback to that, I, I don't fucking, for, 
I fucking don't feel like they give any love uh, to fucking their self-titled album, Bleeding Through. They don't. I don't think I heard not a one fucking song. Like, I want to hear uh, Divide the Armies or Salvation Never Found. I don't know if we're ever going to fucking hear that shit. Or Antihero. I don't know why it fucking gets ignored. Um, the album after that. I don't know. The, but that one has fucking Goodbye to Death. That one has a couple of good bangers. Walking Dead. We don't hear none of it. Uh, I don't know why. But whatever. Um, and then just. I kind of feel like. Their set should be a little longer. But, it, I mean, maybe that's a 10 out of 10. It was good. It was good, man. I fucking lived. That's the fucking... That should make it a 10 out of 10. I fucking lived. I lived and I get to go back tomorrow night to go fucking bang my fucking shit to Winds of Plague. Uh, I'm, not new, I'm not a newcomer to Winds of Plague. Winds of Plague has been in the background for a cool minute. Uh, but I've really been into them because I've been seeing them a lot lately. So I've been kind of grooving. I've been vibing. And they actually got some good bangers. I like... Totally fucking in awe of the Winds of Plague now. Like, I actually want to go see them by themselves. Which is why I bought this fucking two-day pass. Because it was fucking cheap. So I was like, okay. Two-day pass it is. Like, 40 bucks for the two nights. So which was a steal. Or I think it was like 35 bucks. It came out to like 40 bucks. But it was a fucking steal, man. The show was great. Uh, I'm about to, I gotta go to work in the morning. And it's fucking almost midnight. And I gotta fucking actually take a shit. So, yeah, this December Decimation Tour, night one was fucking ballistic. And tomorrow I get to see fucking Spite. Spite in fucking Winds of Plagues. Spite. And I actually think, who the fuck else is playing? I don't fucking know. But I'm going to show up at like 6.30 or 7 tomorrow and fucking just fucking hammer a motherfucker too. Like, I don't see a point not to. But yeah, I've had a hell of a week. It was... It's the weekend, man. It's Friday. Tomorrow's Saturday. Uh, Christmas is also upon us, so I'm probably going to do a podcast on Christmas Eve, which would be Monday. So I'm going to hit three podcasts in a row, and then I'm going to take a break from podcasting probably till around late next week, maybe. Maybe right around New Year's. Who knows? Uh, Once I get my health in fucking order and I'm not fucking worried about fucking shitting my pants or... And Christmas has passed us. I might get back to uh, everything the right way. But anyways, that was my night. The fucking my rundown, my fucking review of this fucking show that I was in. I'm I'm fucking home. I've been in my fucking driveway now for like ten minutes, five or ten minutes. No, I haven't been there that long. But I'm about to I'm about to log out, guys. All right, late.